You ever hear the saying, the recipe to success looks a lot like hard work? Well, guess what? They ain't lying. Welcome back, Pod Squad. I promise this week's episode will not be as wild as last week's, but it does pack a punch in the sense of we're going to talk about a topic that literally I feel like we talk about it over and over and over again. The saying I hate the least is like, like I'm beating a dead horse. That makes me so, where did that come from? I hate that so much. Don't actually Google it and don't send it to me. We need something else. I feel like this is what, the answer to every problem is ever when it comes to going after what we want, gaining more of what we want, when we talk about success, when we talk about going for our goals and dreams and our hopes, every avenue, every course, every book, every possible wealth drip of knowledge that I've come across in my life has said consistency. And I know consistency, right? If that literally makes you want to open up the car door and hurl out it like you're on your way home from a bachelorette weekend, hashtag me too, because it is so, we just talk about it over and over and over again, but I heard something this week that kind of just like, sometimes when you hear something in a different avenue or someone says it differently, it clicks for you and it didn't necessarily click for me and the fact that it wasn't clicking, it just gave me a little extra pep in my step to tackle this week. And I'm hoping it does that for you too. Backstory. So I, a lot of times wake up to go to my 7am class, 7am on a Monday, I always say is not for mere mortals. Like this is the get shit done crowd. This is the crowd that is up and after it early. Like we get it. We want it. Hoorah. Let's go. And lately in Boston, it's like nine degrees, it's pitch black, the wind is blowing and I'm walking there and I'm so tired. I feel like my eyes are going to fall out of my head and you're freezing and it's just like, oh my gosh, it is like, I don't even know if I'd show up if it wasn't my job. Like literally, I don't know if I would take that class if it wasn't actually like I had to be there, but I listen to really aggressive, crazy shit on the way to class because that's literally what gets me there. That's my process. It's like I need that coach kind of like screaming in my ear to get there or I literally might fall down on the sidewalk and be like, nah, I'm good. This has been fun, but like I'm all set. That's the energy at least I respond to at that hour in the morning under those conditions. And for me, that looks like I have like a rotation podcast. I joke a lot of times I'm somewhere between between JC and David Goggins, Jesus Christ and David Goggins. And what I mean by that is I'm either listening to, actually on the mornings, I'm really not really going for like Joel Osteen and stuff, but Stephen Furtick is a pastor at Elevation Fit. Elevation Fitness, 40 and slip, Elevation Church, and it's located somewhere in the South. And I just so happened to be listening to him and he's really fiery in his, in his like sermons or his like preaching. And he has these little snippets on Spotify that I found and I happened to be listening to one and it just hit for me on this particular Monday morning. 
And he said something along the lines of consistency separates the winners from the wannabes. And that really just, it kind of just hit for me because so often I personally get asked, you know, how'd you do it? How'd you do this? How'd that happen? How'd you figure that out? How, how, you know, everybody wants to ask you the why and the how or the how did you do it? And yet no one wants to show up and do that thing. It's like one of my favorite Eric Thomas. He's another one I listen to a lot. Eric Thomas has one about the guru and I'm sure you can Google it and find it, but it's like, you know, I want to be like you. I want to do what you do. And then the guru says, meet me back here at 4am. And the guy's like, wait, 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 wait. Um, and, and there's a lot of different There's a lot of different stories and things like that of going to the guru or whoever, meet me back here at 4am, meet me back here whenever and the conditions are like absolute shit and you're like, wait, this is what's going to get me to the other side. So for me this week, it happened to hit particularly in that quote, but I want to talk about consistency in this time frame that we're in right now, because I don't know if it's just the content that I'm consuming on social media or the circles and places I'm finding myself in. But there is this adherent like theme that let go of what doesn't serve you and and kind of like what doesn't serve you isn't for you. And I think that can be really dangerous because I think there is a level of grind and a level of like get your ass kicked and a level of hating it and a level of sacrifice that has to happen in order for you to become successful. I don't think that anybody has ever had a super easy, cute, chill path to success. If you do out there, hit me up. Let me know who you're talking to. Let me know what your process was. But I would say like the glory of the success and getting the W, if you will, is all the sacrifice and the blood and the sweat and the tears that went into it. That's what makes it that much sweeter when you get it. I've actually often talked about the billion dollar idea is really how you could bottle up. Like if you could make a serum, like I think of Harry Potter, I'm saying that because I just watched the Return to Hogwarts special. I didn't know that you could work from home and like watch things and do work and enjoy it. I moved to my couch today instead of my desk. I know I'm going on a tangent here, but like I feel so much better. I'm like, why was I rough saucing it being all like official in my bedroom at a desk and stuff? I mean, I guess if you have to be on Zoom or whatever, but just doing my like grunt work and all my admin work and emails and things. I moved to the couch and I was watching and getting things done and it was such a nice little day, but let's go back. Okay. Sorry. Tangent. Maybe just change your space. If you're feeling like really stale and just like you want to just like peace out, uh, change your location in your house. It might shake things up for you. I was thinking of the Felix Felici, whatever it was that gave Ron kind of like the guts to, to go after it in the Quidditch match. And it ended up being like, a placebo effect. It ended up being water or whatever from Harry. I feel like that is literally the billion dollar product. If you could bottle up the intrinsic motivation that happens inside a winner, like a heart of a champion that creates this, I'm going to go after it again and do it again and I'm not going to quit and I'm going to 
keep going until I win. Because there's two kinds of personalities that I witness a lot. The people that fail and they're like, I'm a failure. This isn't for me, whatever. And they walk away from the thing too early, if you're asking me. And then there's the people that fail or fall down and it ignites an absolute like bonfire in their like being, in their soul. And I wish that I could create this, this thing, this essence, because the people that can take their failures and absolute like mishaps and, and, and just way out of bound misses and losing the big games and those wicked shitty moments in life and turn it into the fuel that then you go back at it again, stronger. Okay. I didn't win this time. I didn't make that test. I'd failed this. I failed that. And I'm going to acquire all the knowledge and the skills. So when I go at it again, I'm going to knock this shit out of the park. If we could figure out how to bottle that up, any scientists out there, we would be billionaires because that is, I don't even know if that's something that you could teach I think it's something you have, that's like school of life shit. You have to live through it and then you have to get like hungry for, for wanting to go back at it and like jump at, jump back in the ring and take a swing. And I don't know what creates that kind of fire in a human being versus the latter of like, ah, this isn't for me. I'm, I'm going to go try something else. And honestly, that really makes me think of one of my favorite stories is from Abby Wambach in Wolfpack, where she talks about this picture in the U.S. women's soccer team. And I think I've talked about this before on one of the podcasts, but it's the Norwegian national team. And the picture was in our locker room, and it's but it's the Norwegian national team. And it's when they were celebrating after having beaten the USA in the 1995 World Cup. And the story says something like, you know, Abby was brand new to the team. And she kind of was like, oh, like, why is that on the wall? Like, that's really odd that you're, you know, highlighting such a low moment for our team as we head out of the locker room onto the field. Um, and... And so they explain, you know, the senior people who were on the team at the time basically explained this whole thing to Abby that in order to win as a team, uh, yes, winning is our first order of business as a team. Um, but when the failure does come, we're not afraid of it. We're actually fueled by it. And I remember reading that in Wolfback and I was like blown away. Actually, that's probably one of like my top 10 suggested books for people out there. It's really inspiring. And so this whole thing about, I notice it a lot and I know I'm talking about failure a little bit as fuel, but failure in general, just being something we are so horrified by. And yeah, it totally sucks. I see it a lot with college students and, and a lot of school, especially right now. It's like, if you don't get an A, I I mean, I've talked to people that were like, if I don't get an A, if I don't get an A and I'm like, don't you just need a C to pass? Like, would you settle for a B? And then you could always like go back and retool it or, or figure it out next time around. It's like, you're getting in your, why is, why is it? I have to be perfect or, or I miss my shot. I miss it completely. I miss the whole concept entirely. And half the time, I don't think any of the jobs that you're going to apply to, I get in some in some lines of business, depending on where you want to go, those grades matter. Um, 
But I'd say for a majority of people out there, has anybody ever been like, yo, you got to see in meteorology your freshman year at Belmont. I actually got an A, so this isn't a really good example, but go with me here. So yeah, I guess that skill is not applicable to being an executive assistant here and answering my emails and doing my calendar and doing all the other amazing things you could do as an executive assistant. Like what? No, that's literally never, ever, ever probably been said in the history of the universe. As I always say, I survived another day today without using calculus or advanced algebra, but those classes, quite frankly, made me want to lose my shit when I was younger. And alas, here I am, never a day in my adult life have I used that shit. Kind of like how I feel like I got a I got a D in chemistry, which I'm 99.9% sure is the reason I didn't get into Vanderbilt University. I know that's a story for another time. Why I was so obsessed with the university, I'll never know why. I just picked it and then I was like, from this day forward, I bleed black and gold. Lo and behold, I got waitlisted there. And I will say to this day, it was because I got a D in chemistry. I could not figure it out. And let me just tell you, not a single freaking day in my adult life, in my form of business or line of work, has chemistry ever, ever ever, 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 ever mattered. And yet it ruined a massive portion. I thought my life was over. I, it was like mourning a death when I got that letter in the mail and it couldn't be further from irrelevant in my daily adult life. A little bit off track there. We're on Tangent City Universe today, but I feel like when it really comes to being consistent, A lot of times when I get really aggravated in a certain line of work or I'm annoyed with Instagram or I'm annoyed with SoulCycle or I'm annoyed with some area of my life where I'm trying to level up and I'm like, well, when's it going to pop? When's it going to happen? When's my ship coming in? When's it blah, blah, blah. It's like I'm focusing on what more I can be doing, like how can I can do more when really it's like I need to kind of like that Boys to Men song, start back at one. Yeah. Um. That, that was just for you. Start back at one, which means go back to the basics. Start with the fundamentals. Start back at the beginning and stay consistent with those things. And, and through that, over and over and over again, that lift will come. And a lot of times when I'm getting annoyed that things aren't happening quick enough or things aren't happening the way I feel like they should or on my timeline, it's really... I'm just getting impatient for really no reason at all. And I have to sometimes look back at, okay, look back at the track record of the process to get to where you got, you know, like the most finite example I can use is we'll use SoulCycle. Um, I've worked at SoulCycle for seven years. I didn't know how I was going to work at SoulCycle. I never wanted to be an instructor. And so I was like, okay, how do I get in there? I was like, all right, I'll work as a manager. I'll do the front desk. I'll literally do anything. I would do anything just to get in with the company. And then once I was in with the company, I could learn the ins and outs and the basics. And then I could build upon that. And then I started riding a lot. And then I started riding for senior and master instructors. And then I was constantly being nudged like you should be an instructor and so I did that and then I went to training and then I came here and I was brand new and I had all the shitty time slots and I just kept grinding and grinding and showing up I had the 5 30 a.m's the 7 30 p.m's by the way sometimes in the same freaking day clopening which means opening and closing if you don't know that saying clopening 
yep, you're welcome. And just kept grinding it out. And there were definitely many times I wanted to quit and walk away as with so many things in life. I mean, how many teams have I been on? How many processes have I been through? How many auditions have I gone on? Like I think back to my interview when I had Aubrey on the podcast, Aubrey Winters, and we were talking about in LA, how you would just go on audition after audition and get no after no, but then you'd get a little pop or you'd get a little exposure in this. And then that would give you like the yee, the like excited factor to get out there and do it again. And I think that there is definitely a resilience muscle that gets built when you keep going after it over and over and just not taking no for an answer. And I think that when you're on top and you're winning or you're in the position that you've been vying for for years and years, people look at you like, oh my gosh, how did you do it? They're so lucky or like, you know, they must, or you just see this, the winner, you see the podium moment, you see the, and I say podium moment, that's kind of cliche in Soul Cycle, but I mean like standing on like the podium at the Olympics, you see them up there winning their medals and things like that. And you don't see any of the training. You don't see the years of grinding and grueling and getting up and doing the injuries and the comebacks and the setbacks. And you don't see any of that. And it's really, that's really what it is. It's just, the the spirit I've coined this the D1 spirit because I do believe that it's something that's deeply instilled in me from student athlete culture but I call it D1 spirit and anybody can have it it's just like I am not gonna give up I'm going to keep going because I know that the compound effect of my positive actions and showing up again and again and again and knocking at the door one of these days it's gonna swing open the calm pound effect of my positive actions will pull through. My ship will come in and it will happen for me if I choose to stay, stay the course and stay for the magic. And now that is not easy. It is a shit sandwich sometimes. I think a major part of what everybody collectively is feeling right now is our resilience muscle is shot. So under normal circumstances, let's count COVID out. We wouldn't be so exhausted just from existing like existing has been exhausting. And then now you want me to stay consistent in a shitty job or a shitty relationship or whatever. It's like, we don't even have the will to work through things because our, we're so exhausted mentally, emotionally, physically from the anxiety of, do I have it? Do I not? Am I going to live? Am I going to like it? Who like, it has been so emotionally eviscerating and just like actually like monumentally eviscerated for our entire our entire world then you want me to stick around and be consistent so I feel like now more so than ever I think it's extremely challenging to then somehow dig so deep within yourself and find that intrinsic motivation to stick around because the circumstances are already so wild like just baseline it's like we're starting from baseline my resilience muscle is like snapped and now I want you to do like all the other things on top of it whereas normally you'd have a little bit more staying power and so I think to close out the way you stay in the game right now when you literally like I feel like right now like it's like like I can picture there's like there was a bar stool video that went viral a while back and it was like a cat 
hanging from like the rafters in an arena. Don't worry, they, they caught the cat. Actually, I believe an American flag. Go Google this. I, I'm not kidding. I'm not making this up. But I feel like right now, everyone is collectively like that cat, like holding on. Like it's like your last little claw is in like in the like rafters and you're like, I have to see this through to the other side. I got to get there. I got to get there. They're coming for me. That's yeah, they're coming for me. Just kidding. They're not coming for me, (laughs) but like, I'm not even going to edit that out. I don't care. But like, I feel like our resilience muscle is just so, so tapped out. We're so tapped out. And like, I always say, when you want to tap out, tap into, tap back in, tap into something bigger. For me, that looks like God. For you, that might look like universe. It might look like tapping into a higher power that you haven't even explored yet. It might look like just reinstilling your why. Like, why am I actually doing the thing I'm doing? What, what is the joy that it brought me? What, what was like the overarching theme of whatever it was that I thought this thing was going to bring me joy and happiness like the why the deep deep question of like why and sometimes I think we have to go back to that and really dig back into defining our why to get us through to this other side right now I truly feel in my heart of hearts we are so close but like I said I just feel like that little cat hanging from the rafters like just a little bit more and everybody's feeling that so baseline strung out resilience muscle all set snapped checked out but I'm going to encourage you to try to show up even even through it all to stay consistent and go back to that consistency is what separates the winners from the wannabes And the only way you can truly lose in life is if you quit. Otherwise, if you fail, you learn. If you fall down, you learn. Every other way you learn, if you quit, you'll never know. And then you have to put your head on the pillow at the end of the night and live with the regret of not knowing what could have been because you didn't stick it out. Yeah, that's what I got for you on a little motivation on this fine ass Monday. I adore you. Thanks for sharing the podcast. Thank you for all your kind messages from last week about how vulnerable the story was. And y'all just mean so much to me. I love interacting with you. Find me on Instagram at MadsTads. You can like and subscribe wherever podcasts are, you know, being streamed out in the ether and the universe. And until next time, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless. Fearless.